Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Give it up for the Lord Jesus. (laughs) He is so worthy to be praised. It is okay to just be you. And that's a lot of what I'm going to get into with this message. You can have your seat. Praise God. I'm excited to be here at City Life. City Life. I love you guys. It's an honor, a privilege. I'll tell you what. With Jerome and the Dream Team being away in Florida, he asked me a few weeks prior to this uh, day, I was sitting in my kitchen worshiping and studying. He had already asked me a few weeks prior if I could be here on today. But when he sent the email out, and, and the note, the rundown of the service, and to know that he would be away in Florida with the majority of the staff, and I would stand at his stead to share the love of God, that just filled me up. So full. And any opportunity I get to go and speak anywhere, whether it's in front of an audience of 10, an audience of 1,000, one person is in the grocery store, at the workplace, a prison, a church, wherever, I'm always honored that God would see me fit to share his Love. So I'm on this stage because of him. So give it up for Jesus. He's worthy. Yes. So I'm excited. I'm very excited this morning. I am a hope dealer. Okay. So don't arrest me. I'm dealing some hope this morning. I'm an encourager by nature. So I hope that you will be empowered and encouraged for the message that God has given me. And whenever I pray and seek God on what he would have me to share, he always gives it to me first. So I first believe that I need to receive it and believe it with a whole heart before I extend it and pass it on to anyone else. So I'm honored and I am truly humbled. I love Jerome. I love his family, his beautiful wife, Crystal, and the five babies. They call me Chocolate Titi. I told y'all that when I was here last time. I am their chocolate titi, and I love them so much. Um, And so I'm excited. Um, Right now, I just want to pray before we get started. So if you could bow your heads. God, we thank you. Thank you for another day. Thank you for everything that you are, God. I pray that you will speak through my mouth, through my lips, through my heart, which you have called me to share this morning. I pray that every heart is ready to receive, God, because it's all about you. It is all about you, Jesus. So pour out, speak to the hearts of those that are seeking, that are longing to know you more. We just give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Thank you for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'm going to take a sip of that. Is this okay? So the song just be, we composed that song. Because my desire was to encourage people to be just who God created them to be. How many know that it's okay to be you? Nobody else can be you. Absolutely nobody. And it's okay to be who we are. Even our our differences, our uniqueness, we are unique individuals, every single one of us. And it is okay to be all that God has created you to be. Because he is the designer of us all. The designer, the greatest designer ever known to mankind fashioned us in his likeness and in his image. So it's okay with being you. I want to go to Genesis chapter one. He says that, so God created man in his own image. He created us in his own image, in the image of a God. He created him, male and female. He created them. What an honor that we were created 
to be the image of God. Why on earth would we long to be anyone else? When we can be who he created us to be by design. There's an epidemic of in our world today of people who are frustrated, they're flustered, they're confused, they're lost. Why? Because they haven't tapped into the reality of their true existence, of who they even are. And that epidemic is very strong. People are lost. They have not tapped into who, they're, uh, who they are, their existence. And that's my story. Not today, thank God, that I'm free and the chains have been removed. But there was a time where I was lost. I was confused. Looking for so many other things to fill the void that I was feeling. I want to say it's seeking for those unfulfilled longings to be filled. So I looked for them. I was lost. I was confused. Looking good on the outside, but hurting on the inside. Came up without a father, and I struggled that for so many years. Like, why would my daddy not want to know me? I dealt with that hard. Like, my dad, like, I want to meet my dad. I didn't meet him until I was 21 years old. And I can still count today to how many times I've seen him on my hand. And that testimony has grown stronger. I thank God for, you know, restoring that relationship. But that was one of the things that I dealt with for so many years. And then coming up with drug addiction in my family and poverty and just feeling like I, want, I needed more. I had to, I just had all these longings. It's just growing up and loving God with lip service, not really knowing who he was and claiming to have a relationship when my heart was far from him. But because of his love, he pursued me. And before him pursuing me, I dealt with depression. I was on antidepressants, just seeking for other things that were temporal, just really longing for that void to be filled. God has that void in our hearts that only he can fill. Can somebody say amen to that? He created that void in his heart that only he can fill. And it's unfortunate that a lot of us don't know the reality. We do not know the reality of that love. We know more about it. The reality of that love, we know more about it in other things, but the reality of his love. He created us all for intimacy. He created us all to give love and to receive love from birth as babies, from conception. We long to be loved, to be cared for, to feel like someone cares, to be fed. You can put up that slide. We all long for that intimacy. To be loved, to be cuddled, to be fed, to be nurtured from conception. We all want to feel loved and to feel appreciated and to know that someone cares. And there's really no one else on the earth that can fill the void that we are seeking to fill. And we need to know that. And I know you guys just heard the song, that's good, Just Be. And some of you might be thinking, well, just be, I don't even know who I am. I don't even like who I am. And think about that for a minute. But I want to tell you exactly who you are. You might be saying, who am I? How can I just be? And I don't even know who I am. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. Created in his likeness, in his image. Like I said earlier, the greatest designer ever known to mankind created you for a purpose and a reason. You are loved. No matter how much you miss it, there is nothing you can do that will stop God from loving you. There's no one else on this earth like you. 
the human, humanity, mankind, we are the most unique, complex organism on this earth. God did not make cookie cutter people. All individually and fearfully made. That speaks volume to his creation, doesn't it? That speaks volumes to his design. And God cares. He cares so much about every issue, every struggle, every failure, every flaw. He cares about every single thing that we deal with on a daily. Why? Because we're his. Because we are his. He cares about it all. Let's go to John 3 and 16. I shared this with the dream team earlier. This can be one of a famous scripture in the Bible. Not that there's any more scriptures more famous than the next. But we should know that God so loved the world, it says. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Now that's love. He loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Now some of you might say, yeah, that's basic. I know that scripture. Yeah, we all know that. It's powerful. But what I want to stick to right now is the perish part. That you would not perish. Beyond just when we close our eyes and take our last breath and leave this earth. Beyond that, but perishing while we're here on earth. Another word for perish is ruin. Ruin, waste, trash, right? Waste. So when I thought of trash last night, and I didn't even get this last week as I was preparing, but last night when I was meditating, like, man, because my husband's a carpenter and he always has to go to the dump and rid trash, rid ruin. Now, when you go to the dump, they put all the ruin in a pile and they continue to pile it on top of each, on, on top, pile on top, pile on top, all the ruin is piling up. And there's bulldozers that go over this ruin and it pulverizes it, it crushes it, it smashes it, it crushes it down, waste. For God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. He does not desire us. He did not design us to be a wasted life here on this earth. Your life is not a waste. I don't care what lies the enemy may put in your head. I don't care what he tells you in the midnight hour. You may wear a mask. It might look good on the outside, but in the inside you may be feeling like you're useless. You may have heard those lies as a baby coming up as a young child, maybe in a relationship, maybe with friends you used to have. Your life was created for a purpose and a reason. Do not allow the lies of the enemy. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So he would love to bulldozer over our lives, our thoughts, and our purpose. He would love to smash and to crush and to destroy our purpose our confidence in who we are in him, but don't allow him to. Stand up and know that I was created by design. We don't have to look to anyone or anything else to fill a void, but look to him. Created to design for a purpose. Do not allow the enemy to pulverize your existence. Never. He does not desire for us to live a wasted life. We can live a life of fruitfulness. A purpose. 
I remember when my life was a waste and now to say, God, all I had to do was just surrender. I held on to so much junk, so many excuses, so many of reasons why I could not surrender. But I thank him for continuing to pursue me. I remember when he would talk to my heart. I remember when he would speak to my mind. I would be high. I, I was one that had to smoke marijuana. I actually loved getting high. That was me in the studio. I released secular albums. You hear me rapping and doing my music for the Lord. Now, thank God for that. But before that, I did it for self. And I remember the convictions I would feel. Like, man, this ain't it. This ain't, the, this ain't feeling a void either. God was chasing me, but he met me right where I was at. And I finally learned that I have to just surrender and not worry and cloud my mind about what everything else would happen. Well, will I be able to do this? Would I be able to go here? I said, you know what, God? Take me as I am. I desire to know you. I desire to be connected. And it was that God encounter to really sit down and just get connected with the one that created me. Let's go to Ephesians 2 and 10. Ephesians 2 and 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We were created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared before the foundation of the earth. He created us in his likeness and in his image for good works. And the only way we would know what those good works are and how to walk in them is when we connect with him. He makes no mistakes. We are his masterpiece. You hear that? He makes no mistakes. We are his masterpiece. Like he don't make junk. He don't make mistakes. So whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're confused about, whatever you get frustrated about, know that God created you by design for a purpose. You are his masterpiece. Please get that. And we need to begin to embrace truth so that we can resist the lies that we hear, even the lies that we tell ourselves because we're not waste. Jeremiah 31 and 3. The Lord is talking to Jeremiah and he says, the Lord appeared to him from far away and says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. And in another version, it says that with his loving kindness, with his loving kindness, his loving kindness is better than life itself. So we encounter a God who draws near to us, that draws us to himself. He knows us more intimately than anybody we know on this earth. You might be sitting here and you've never had a conversation with God before. You might have been invited here as a visitor. Do you know that God loves you and he knows you more than you even know yourself? Because you were created by design. He's the creator. So that is just so deep to me and so empowering to me that he would know us more intimately than anybody we know, more than our mother, more than our father, more than our spouses, more than our children, more than people we've been friends with since sixth grade, seventh grade. Like he knows us more intimately than anyone on this earth. But here's the beauty of it, the essence of it. He desires for us to know him just the same. He desires for us to know him just the same. And we can. 
It just takes intentional surrender to say, you know what? I'm going to exercise this and get to know my father. Have you ever met somebody for the first time? It was like, oh, man, that's a cool dude. Or that's a cool, you know, that's a cool, that's a cool chick. Like, we could, we could get along. And you get to know that person. You find out more about them in conversations. And then you may spend time together, go shopping, um, go hoop. All the time you begin to spend, you get to know them more and more, right? That's what it takes with our relationship with the Lord. He says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. And it's real. It's real. It's so real. Give it up for that. It's real. Let me know y'all still with me. It's so real. Because it's that God encounter, I'm telling you, man, when I hooked up and like really spent time, like man, I just, just the feelings of being less than, feeling less than, and the mask began to come off and the band-aids from deep wounds, he were, was allowed to heal. Like everything that I was holding onto, I tried everything else. I tried everything else. When there was nothing left, I tried God and found out that's all there ever was. That's all I ever needed was to hook up with my Lord Jesus. We need to connect with the power source. Connect with the power source. There's a plug here, and you can see whatever source is behind this plug is not plugged up. I always like to think of it as a lamp. You imagine a lamp standing here on this stage not plugged up. Is it effective not plugged up? Not at all. How effective are we if we're not plugged into the power source? Some people come to church, been going to church all their life, and they're still not connected to the power source. We need to connect so that we're effective. Turn your life up by connecting to the source. Lit. A lot of the young kids, all that was lit, like that was turned up, it was, it was on, it was on. Get lit for Jesus. In order to get lit for Jesus, you just have to plug in, get connected. Push back darkness. Push back the lies of the enemy. Get connected to the power source. Showing up to church on a Sunday is not enough. It has to be an everyday lifestyle. Every day. We need to get in his word. I don't care if it's one scripture per day. And before getting in it, say, God, speak to my heart. Like, make this clear to me. Imagine if my husband wrote me love letters and left them on the table for me when I got home from work. And I walked in and looked at it like, mm, another letter. The next day, mm, another letter. And they're just piling up. Am I really receiving his love by just ignoring the letters? We need to receive his love by reading the word. We need to receive him, get connected. Showing up on a Sunday is not enough. It needs to be every day. Like real talk, and the more you do it, the better it gets, and you're more empowered. We need his food, daily bread. He says in the word that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that's the word. And I'm even trying to get better at that in my routine. A lot of times I would just get in the word just to say I read a scripture, but the next day I couldn't tell you what the heck I read. <laughs> like really, Chanel? So he began to deal with me on that. But I could tell you the day before what I ate for breakfast, Scrambled eggs, two pieces of bacon, and whole wheat toast. <laughs> I can tell you what I have for lunch, salmon and green beans. I can tell you what I have for dinner, the other half of that salmon, and some more green beans. I can tell you what I had. I should be able to tell myself what I took in from the word of God. 
So if you get nothing else from that, those who are getting in the word, don't do it out of routine. Do it out of need because our spirits should be fed just like our natural bodies need to be fed. I just spoke at a fitness event, my body and so on yesterday. And I shared on emotional health, the emotional health part. And I began to just share how a lot of us, we go hard on working out. Some of us who exercise, we go hard at getting to the gym, getting in them reps, getting our time in on a treadmill or running the block a few times. We go hard with making sure we are fit and in shape externally while neglecting our inner man. That should not be. It should be from the inside out. And when you get that revelation, when you decide, coupled with action, there's so much power in it. I remember just being so out of shape, mind, body, and soul. But today I can stand here and tell you I am the healthiest holistically that I've ever been in my entire life. And I give God praise for that. Like, man, my mind, I have a clear mind. And in that, it helps affect my relationship with my spouse going on 20 years of marriage, hallelujah, and it's good. My children, to be an example to my children, my relationships at the workplace, you just deal so much more effectively when you're healthy, mind, body, and soul, holistically. So turn your life up. Make sure you're exercising righteousness. It takes practice because we cannot, all of this is what I'm sharing, doesn't, trust me, far from perfection I'm so far from where I came from and I have so much more further to go but it takes being intentional and knowing that I cannot do it without him our lives were created to glorify God in his image in his likeness I always think about the iPhone and I share this at a couple youth events you think about the iPhone people line up for the iPhone I bet you when the iPhone 7 came out people get in sleeping bags and they're sleeping outside of the phone store just so they can get an iPhone imagine that but there's a lot of benefits to this iPhone it does tons of things everything is right there at your service but who gets the credit for the iPhone anybody shout it out Apple Apple gets the credit for, for the iPhone, right? They created it by design for a purpose, for a reason. So get the phone and you're checking emails and you're sending text messages, you're taking video, phone, I'm sorry, you're taking pictures. But something would be wrong if I took my phone and began. Like, what is wrong with her? So out of order. Apple created it by design to work, to communicate. God created us by design for a purpose to bring him glory. And people are seeking him. They want it. A lot of people think, well, wow, like no matter what, his love for us, saint, sinner, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, rich, poor, Republican, Democrat, he loves us all and died for us all. So that we would have everlasting life and not perish not live a life of waste. And those of you that know him, maybe you're here today and say, you know, I received Jesus. I've known him. I've been going to church since I was a little girl. I know Jesus. I received him, but you're struggling. But still, who am I? You were fearfully and wonderfully made. The believers who've already received him, you're righteous. You're queens. You're kings. You're more than conquerors. You're overcomers. 
You're the head and not the tail. You're blessed coming in. You're blessed coming out. You were created by design. His friend. I am a friend of God. Like that is so dope. I am a friend of God. Imagine that. Even if you were prior to coming here, you would have heard, oh, I hear Chanel speaking tomorrow at City Life. Man, did you hear Chanel was super cool with Oprah Winfrey? Like they hang out all the time. Oprah has her on his, her Instagram. I saw she tweeted, Chanel, good luck tomorrow at City Life. You guys will probably be on the edge of your seats a little more. Like, oh, she knows Oprah. This is so cool. But guess what? I know Jesus. I'm a friend of the most high. I know Jesus. We give so much credit to fame and celebrities and who knows who and who fits in where. We know Jesus. We need to be so sold out to that reality where it just breathes out of us. When people bump into us, he comes out. And I'm not trying to be spooky and deep. It's real. Like we need to be so sold out about who he is and how good he is. Like, I love P.F. Chang. That's one of my favorite restaurants. And if somebody tell me, oh, P.F. Chang sucks, the devil is a lie. <laughs> P.F. Chang is the bomb.com. Like, if you've never had P.F. Chang, I'm telling you that right now, you got to get to P.F. Chang. Try it. I love it. But the same deal with Jesus. We need to be so sold out, so confident. We're just sharing his love. And it's so simple. We complicate the truth. We really do. And cut yourself some slack when you miss it. You don't have to wear a mask as if you're perfect, because guess what? You ought to keep that mask on, because you'll never be perfect. Please keep the mask on if, you're, if it's a mask of hiding that you're imperfect. But the reality is that journey of seeking to become a better me and a better you. That comes from exercising our righteousness in him. And he extends it to us. So don't listen to the lies that you heard. Don't listen to the lies you tell yourself. It is what it is. I'll never measure up. I'm not good enough. I'm just like my dad. I'm a low life. I'll never be a good dad. I'll never measure up to what my mom desires of me. All the lies. I don't fit in. I don't feel, feel like I fit into that group. Or I have to alter who I am to appear to be cool. Or I can't say this or say that when I'm with them. There's no reason why we would have to alter who we are. Be you. It's okay to just be you. Don't allow anyone else to decrease your value because of their inability to recognize your worth. I'll say that again. Don't allow anyone to decrease your value based on their inability to recognize your worth. It could be likes on Facebook. Are we really living to get more likes on Facebook? More followers on Twitter? More viewings on our Snapchat? More hellos in the morning? Of course, we want to all get a hello, but we need to be content in who we are in him. And just be you. Entertainment, the media society would have us to think we're supposed to look a certain way, talk a certain way, dress a certain way. Lies, lies, lies. Be who God created you to be. Don't try to fit in or alter who you are to conform to something that's not pleasing God. What is God telling you to be? Who does he say you are? It's all in the love letters that he, that he spelled out. 
plug into it, read it, and be built up. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. You are it. There's nobody else on this earth like you. You are it. Why try to fit in? He made you. You. Nobody else can be you. And you can't be anyone else. This may seem basic to some, but I'm telling you, people struggle with this. You are it. He knew exactly what he was doing when he created you. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Approved by God. He stamped his approval on you. Created you by design. Your personalities, your looks, who you are, approved. Masterpiece by design. That is so powerful. And I believe it to be true for me. He said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Created by design, I'm a friend of God, I'm an overcomer. Even in, when I'm on the mountaintop, when things are going well, or in the valley when things aren't going so well, I shall stand firm and know that my love for him, his love for me was by design, and that's the only way that I could function in his life. So we heard in a worship song that Tina was leading this morning, his love never gives up on me. It never fades. It never gives up on me. No matter what I do, no matter how I miss it, his love never gives up. Now reverse that for a minute. Is our love giving up on him? Because a lot of times some circumstances will happen. We go through, the pressure could be on. Where's your love for him at then? Make sure that it's constant. Whether it be mountaintop when we're on high or the valley when we're down in the dumps, when things are going wrong, keep your love steadfast for him. We are approved of God. He stamped. The stamps of the saints are to deny our rights to ourselves and follow him. So know God. Talk to God. Be representatives of God. We ought to be like, people are like, oh, you go to church? Oh, you read the Bible? We should be like, what, you don't go to church? You don't, read the, you don't talk to God? What? It shouldn't be rare as believers. So I want to sing this song all in awe because I'm just so in awe of his existence. And you can play that track. He's so worthy. I'm all in awe. He's awesome. Phenomenal. Supreme. Supreme wow. and all-knowing. All-knowing. This all is part of the testimony. Thank you, Lord. Magnificent. In all of who you are. Phenomenal. Right here in me, he died to reside on the inside Used to be a fight till the light came on I was darkness, the fire he sparked it Had a plan all along even when I was heartless When I was running, ducking, dodging from the call He kept it coming, summoning me That's why I'm in awe, my tears fall I ball, I'm rejoicing y'all So glad I get it, I got it feeling 10 feet tall I was so small, vision was blurred, lust absurd Got up out of myself when I got in his word Now I'm all in, liberty kicked to the curb, iniquity at all And how we lose all of our carrying me I'm in awe I'm all in awe I'm all in awe I'm all in awe All in awe You're awesome I surrender all I'm all in awe Give it all for the call Have your way Lord my life King of all king I give it all for the Christ Give it all I'm all in of who you are, I'm just all in awe Of how you move, I'm just all in awe I'm all in awe All of God and his entire 
entirety is awesome I boldly run and tell it to the world Yet I'm lost once Who he is, what he did, why and what it cost him His life, who else who would've gave it on the cross None, it's so amazing His grace he gave it Concrete laid it like the city poor pavement Even when I was dead in my sins It didn't phase him I praise him for that alone Holy hands raising him Thank you, Lord. The glory, the presence, it captivates From goosebumps to heart thumps And never seen his face Not a soul on earth has ever made me feel this way I'm so in all I just uh, I, 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 Words can't explain I'm all in awe I'm all in awe I'm all in awe All in awe You're awesome I surrender all I'm all in awe Give it all for the call Have your way Lord my life King of all kings I give it all for the Christ Give it all I'm all in awe Of who you are I'm just all in awe Of how you move I'm just all in When I enter in Weak in the knees Can hardly speak Blown like the wind Could join as one in the sun Like Siamese twins Without you I'm like a fish With no fin No direction Without your living water Suffocating You and I T.Y. Tie together like bow tie By design Mastermind I'm in awe All the way in I wanna be what you are It burst deep within You show up You show out You pour in You put out With you I have my being And living with no doubt With the third person of the trinity got clout i've been redeemed child of the king and i shouted out glory to your name thank you lord wow you're awesome i surrender all i'm all in awe give it all for the call have your way lord my life king of all kings i give it all for the christ giving all i'm all in awe of who you are i'm just all in awe of how you move i'm just all in awe i'm all in of your truth God I know that you deal with each and every one of us in different ways God but I ask right now that you will continue to speak loud into the hearts of your children that you will empower them to be all that you have created us to be so Lord we just thank you we just honor you and we praise you father we give you all the glory and the honor if you can all stand to your feet for me God we just bless you we praise you God for your goodness we thank you for your love Despite everything that's going on around us, all the distractions, God, how the enemy will dangle these glittering promises before our eyes just to keep our eyes off of you. Thank you for your love and the reality of your existence. And those of you that you, that you have, those that you have spoken to in the service this morning, Father God, pray that you will continue to love on them like never before right where they're at thank you for meeting them right where they're at now I'm not going to ask anybody to come up but if you're here this morning and you say you know what this message has truly revolutionized my heart I've never received Jesus as Lord and Savior I've heard of him but I've never received him and I want to do that today all my flaws all my mistakes Everything that I think I am not and can't be, God, you love me anyhow. And if that's you and you want to receive Jesus this morning, 
just raise your hand, put it up quickly, and you can put it back down. Hallelujah. I see the hands. Hallelujah. And I just want us to all say the prayer together. God desire us to be more, to be connected to the power source that we can be effective in our design. So just pray this with me. Say, Lord God, thank you for everything that you are. Continue to love me right where I'm at. Please forgive me for the mistakes that I make on a daily. I want to repent of my sins right now. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth Jesus as Lord. Come into my heart right now, God. I receive you just as I am. And I thank you for loving me just as I am. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, give him praise. He's worthy. And if you said that prayer and you meant it, you tell somebody. Because God is going to help rearrange some things, transform some things in your life. Get connected to a church. City Life is an awesome ministry. Loving on the city, just as God created it by design. You are more than enough. I love you. I thank you. In Jesus' name, thank you. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city, one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelancing.com. You belong here.